Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. And this pastor of this full gospel church, Assembly of God pastor, actually was bitten by. Well, everybody knew he's going to be dead. They couldn't possibly. In fact, this, this man told me, he said we were just, just, well, the way he put it, scared to death. We knew, you know, we couldn't possibly get him in there, get him back in to help. But he said he just shook that off. He said, don't bother about men in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. It's very common. Went on about his business. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, The Name of Jesus by Kenneth E. Hagan. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's message. Now is it any wonder, get the picture now, is it any wonder that fresh from such tremendous victories that he should say to the disciples, all power, and that Greek word means authority, all authority has been given unto me in heaven and in earth. He stands as the master and as the ruler of the universe. All power, all authority is given unto me or has been given unto me, either way you want to say it. His name now is above every name. And at his name, we can understand how every knee shall bow and all of this authority and power that Jesus gained by his mighty conquest is in that name and he's given that name to us. The authority that he is one, has one, is delegated to us in the use of that name. Because he said, go ye therefore. All authority is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore. Go ye therefore. He delegated that authority to us. And in my name. Go ye therefore to all the world. Preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name. In my name. In my name. Demons will have to obey you. They'll cast out demons. They'll speak with new tongues. They'll take up serpents. If they drink any deadly thing, it won't hurt them. They'll lay hands on the sick and shall recover. In my name. In my name they'll do it. No, that don't mean that you just handle snakes and try to prove something. Like a preacher friend of mine down in East Texas. Like four or five sinner men. I talked to one of the, one of the men. Well, he wasn't a sinner. He's talking to me as a Christian. They got saved as a result of it. This man's pastor of a country church, a little full gospel church. These men were gone fishing. And uh, they were way back in the woods or thicket. Couldn't possibly get to any help. And this pastor of this full gospel church, Assembly God pastor, actually was bitten by. Well, everybody knew he was going to be dead. They couldn't possibly. In fact, this, this man told me, he said, we were just, just. Well, the way he put it, scared to death. We knew, you know, we couldn't possibly get him in there, get him back in to help. But he said he just shook that off. He said, don't bother about men in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. It's very common. Went on about his business. And that man told me personally, he said, I was a sinner, boy. And man, he said, I got saved as a result of it. I saw, <laughs> you know, we ought to be able to see God in operation. 
<laughs> Amen. See God in operation. God's a spirit. You can't see him with a physical eye. But I'll tell you, bless God, you can see him in operation. And so, he told me personally. He said, I watched him. Pastor didn't tell me. This one of his men is telling me. He said, I watched him. He said, in fact, there's three of us that were sinners. There's several more men in the group. And said, we watched him. But he said, never did affect him in any way, shape, form, fashion. Never did affect him. Never had any effect upon the man whatsoever. Amen. Now, you see, he realized the authority of that name. He realized the authority of that name. In my name. In my name. I, uh, because you see, Pentecostal people believe in the supernatural. I heard the Brother F.D. Davis, who at that time was superintendent of the Texas District Assemblies of God, tell about years ago they had a convention, a district convention in Corpus Christi, Texas. They began to check in there. They put up a tent for the meetings. In fact, they stayed in a hotel there all right, but they, they ate out there on the grounds and so on back early days, many, many years ago. And uh, people began getting sick. They came over to the tent to pray. And God showed them. This hotel wasn't just, well, as many years ago, they didn't have all the plumbing I got now. You know, they just had a pitcher of water in each room. A wash pan there for you wash your hands, you see. And so uh, people come in, drunk that water, and got sick to stomach. Well, they went out to the tent to pray. And God, through revelation of the word of knowledge, revealed to them that the water was poisoned. Well, they told the rest of them not to drink anymore, and all that had, why, in the name of Jesus, they claimed this problem in the name, the name, the name. That name should bring results. Nobody died. Those that were sick got healed. Well, he's a naval station, and they still is there in Corpus Christi. And they took this water out there and have it analyzed, and the government men there said that there was enough water, enough poison in the water that was in those pitchers to kill a regiment of men. And not a one of them died because of the name. Now, they didn't just drink something to try to prove something. They accidentally, they didn't know it was there. Spirit of God told them as soon as he told them, well, then they quit. They didn't drink any more of it. Now, somebody, some devil-inspired individual said, well, now, you know, these people are supposed to believe in the supernatural. We'll, we'll just, we'll put them to the We'll see how much supernatural they believe in. But they found out, didn't they? The name of Jesus should work today just as much as it ever did. The name of Jesus belongs to us. I don't think we've ever realized the inheritance that we have in that name. Now, all that he was, all that Jesus was, and that's the reason I wanted to go into detail and tell about what he did, what he was, is in that name. All he is today is in that name. Jesus Christ, Hebrews 13, 8 said the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. All that he was is in that name. All he is today is in that name. And that name is ours. Hallelujah. Jesus was given that name that he might give it to us. 
He gave his name to us that we might carry out the will of God the Father upon the earth in this dispensation that we're living in. Now we know this, that the early church utilized that authority. The early church used that name. We'll go in detail about it later on. But there in the Acts of the Apostles, the man at the gate called Beautiful. People ran together there, you know, after that crippled man, you know, was healed and went into the temple leaping and walking praising God and the crowd gathered together and Peter said, why look on us? As though by our own power, our own holiness, we'd made this man to walk. He said, the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. Faith in the name of Jesus. Yea, the faith which is by him has given this man perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Well, did the name of Jesus work one way then? Now it don't work. Did the name of Jesus just belong to the early church? It don't belong to us? See, I think we've acted like that. No, thank God that name belongs to us. We are the church. I've said it before, say it again. They didn't have one church then. We've got another church now. We're members of the same body. They're members of the same body of Christ. Glory to God. And so the early church utilized this authority. The early church acted for Jesus in his stead. They wrought miracles and the miracles opened doors for ministry and for service. It gave authority to their credentials. Now some folks said, well, now they needed that authority, but we don't. Who said so? Now then, you know, they got to church. Now they had that authority, all right. And uh, they got the church established, but now we don't need that authority today. You mean we don't need the name of Jesus today? Because you see, that's where the authority was. It was in the name. And to say that we don't need that authority today is tantamount to saying we don't need the name of Jesus today. Well, if that's the case, then we've got no way of getting our prayers answered. Then we can't come to the Father in the name of Jesus. Then if we don't have the name and we don't need the name of Jesus today, then we can't even get in the church. For there is salvation by no other name except the name of Jesus. So if we don't need the authority that they had, and if we don't have the authority they had, then we don't have the salvation they had. We don't have the new birth they had. Because you see, it's all wrapped up in the name. They didn't have some special authority apart from the name. Remember later on there in the Acts of the Apostles? Those seven sons of Siva, you know, they saw Paul casting out devils, you know. And so they said, well, we'll, we'll try that, you see. So... So they went to the fellow that's demon-possessed, you know, and said, We adjure thee in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches. Come out of it. <laughs> and that devil in that fellow spoke up and said, Jesus I know and Paul I know, but who are you? <laughs> See, they had no right to use that name. They weren't believers. Are you following me? They weren't Christians. That name didn't belong to them. And that fellow jumped on them. The devil, you know, was in him. And he jumped on them, you know. And seven of them tore their clothes off of them. And they ran out naked, you know. <laughs> Overcame. Bible don't say so, but I just imagine they didn't try that anymore. <laughs> don't you? But now listen. That name does belong to the church. That name does belong to us. Praise God. And we can use that name. Now where was the authority then? It was in the name, wasn't it? It was in the name, wasn't it? 
That's where the authority was. In the name of Jesus. Now then, we have a right to use that name today just as much as they did. Because that name belongs to us. I think it'd be well if we look here at John 14th chapter, the 13th and 14th verses. Whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do that the Father may be glorified in the Son. 16th chapter then, 23rd and 24th verses. Now, understand that there's a difference between 14th chapter John, the 16th chapter John. 14th chapter John, 13th verse. Whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. This month's special offer is the Health Food Devotional for the discounted price of $12.75. Get this dynamic resource to start your new year off right. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagan Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. And for those of you in Oklahoma City, oh, yeah, we okay. are there on Sunday night, 6 o'clock, 8921 Northwest Expressway. Come experience Sunday morning on Sunday night. We are there live with Rama Bible Church. With Rama Bible Church. Yes. Well, thank you for helping us. If you're within driving distance of the Rama USA campus, then you'll want to make the drive to see the amazing Rama Christmas lights this season. Lights are on through New Year's night. Come see over 2 million breathtaking Christmas lights. Plus, experience the animated displays and grab a hot chocolate. For more info, visit rhema.org today. Tomorrow on Rhema for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, The Name of Jesus. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.